What's the thing you hate most about Stephen King? <laughs> I'd have to say the way he ends things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot to hate. <laughs> I mean, not not as much as there is to love, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably the way he ends ends stories and books. <laughs> so are we going to be able to end this better than Stephen King does. That's debatable. I don't know. He's a professional. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just hacks and frauds. That's true. Oh, well, welcome to Under the Pendulum. I'm Chris. Here with Heather. Hello. And we're actually together in the same room. Oh my god. I don't know. Um, Caitlin won't be joining us, but this is cool because this is kind of a little side quest episode before we hit our big 50th episode. Our 50. Oh, 50. <laughs> 50. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a really good episode. For you guys for the 50th, but we did want to spend a little more time kind of cultivating it and making it um, as good as we possibly can. Yep. Um, it will be very blood soaked, though. And I think you all be very pleased. Yes. It was a little bit difficult for me to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it was one of those stomach turning things. I don't want to say any more because we're going to give it yeah, away. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it was uncomfortable, though. Yes. <laughs> Oh, actually, I have a funny story about it, but I'll have to share that in the next episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was work-related with the research. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> um, but if you haven't noticed with how we started this, um, Heather and I are just going to be kind of talking about Stephen King. Um, Stephen King. We're huge Stephen King fans, although uh, neither of us have really read a lot of his newer stuff. Yeah, it's shocking. I know that we are big fans. Yeah, I think the most recent one I read, we were talking the other night, it was... Yeah. Um, um, Mr. Mercedes. I think that was the most recent one yeah, I've, I've read. I think that's almost 10 years old by now. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most recent one I read was The Outsider. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was only, what, five, four or five years ago? Yeah, probably okay. four-ish, yeah. And you said it's it's part of that kind of, is it's, that part of that trilogy? It's in the universe of it. Okay, so yeah. like same, like well, a lot of his books. Yeah, um, everything are... ties together, but there are characters from... The Mr. Mercedes series that also appear interesting as okay. big characters in The Outsider. So man, see, and that is, I think, one of the most fascinating things about Stephen King is the universe building that he's cultivated over decades. I know it's fuck the MCU, man. <laughs> like we need to start producing Stephen King universe movies, like we are mm -hmm. Marvel and DC. Like, it's tired. It's over. I mean, I know we've been doing Stephen King movies since the 70s, since Carrie, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think we, we need to start focusing on that universe and the way it ties together. See, uh, and, you know, it, obviously they've made a lot of Stephen King movies over yes. the years, and some are pretty good. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are not. Yeah. Um, they're pretty bad. But I, I honestly feel like it's much like um, – oh, man. Um, who, who does the um, – the sci-fi writer, sci-fi horror writer, um, like turn of the century, like Cthulhu and stuff. Man, oh, names on Lovecraft. Tongue. Yeah, it's much like Lovecraft, where I think some of it's so like out of the realm of like practicality that you can do in film. That's true. A That's, lot of it's in in the minds of the characters. It is, and it's yeah, that inner dialogue is a huge part of his yes. books, and it's really hard to get certain things across. Yeah. and the books are so long. That you, yes, it's really are. hard to condense them <laughs> into like an hour and a half, like two hours at yeah. most. Most movies are, you know. Yeah, and I mean they tried to do it with the It movies, and I, I commend them for breaking that book up into two movies. But man, did they just they just shit the bed on that second one, dude? I I didn't finish it. It was I tried to watch it, and I was just like, 
Fuck, it was this is so disappointing. Awful. It was it yeah. was almost as disappointing as when we went to go see the Dark Tower in theaters. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do I remember the disappointment? Oh man. I mean, I don't remember much about the movie. I just remember being pissed. Just very upset. I was excited at first. Well, number one, because I was really hoping they would come out with a movie at some point, you know, because I was like, man, this would be an excellent movie, even though it's got a lot to it, you know, trying to water it down would be tough. But I mean, there's like bare bones that I think you could make work in a film. Yeah. And I was like, Idris Elba. You yeah. know, I wasn't actually mad about that. No, and actually, not, he not was he was okay. He was in a it. great role. Actually, he was probably the better part of that movie. Yes. I was really excited because Matthew McConaughey was playing um, the man in black. Yeah. And I always thought he would be really good for that character, but yep. in the stand. Yes. Very poor Agreed. choice in the Dark Tower. I, I agree 100%. Um, yeah, they phoned it in. They really did. Even Idris Elba just fucking <laughs> phoned it in. It was like it was trying to be like Matrix meets Twilight fucking bullshit. Like 80s fucking kid adventure movie, like yeah. teenage adventure. Like that's like the way it came across. And I just thought that was awful because yeah. Jake in the Dark Towers, which is I think both of our like one of our favorite Stephen oh, Kings. For I sure. mean, definitely one of my favorites. Yes. I'd, I'd probably say top five for sure. But um. You know, Jake is a huge integral part of the story, but he's not the main crux of it. And that's what they fucked up with the movie. I mean, you didn't have the, you you know, you didn't have the other characters and they're such an important part. No, there's no Eddie, no, no Detta. Yeah, yeah, Detta. Yeah, yeah, man. It was so fucking disappointing. If you really want to ruin your weekend watch that dark tower series yeah I, the, just the movie yeah just yeah, the movie don't, yeah. <laughs> you know what don't even bother just pick up the the series the first book is hard to get through i had to try a few times before i actually really? was able to get to the second book that's really yeah. interesting cuz it, it it got me like hooked right away i was really young when i first tried to read I, it that makes sense yeah and i was much i older. was i was you know expecting like it caliber you know, oh, yeah. pet cemetery type shit, and it oh. wasn't like that at all. It was like really kind of out there for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think what that series does really well is it like really illustrates the universe building. You know, like it, it's yes. it's the series that ties everything together. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's all the weird other like literary um, allusions he makes, like you know, Wizard of Oz and yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a couple others, but. Um, All things serve the beam. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um. I don't know. They were talking about making an actual like series, like a, like a show series, which I think would be much better for yeah, it. If they did like a like a Game of Thrones caliber series, like oh, something fantastic. like like multi seasonal. I mean, it's eight books. Eight. Thick ass beat your fucking wife books. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could definitely stop a robber. Yeah. <laughs> with, for sure. Wizard and Glass, for sure. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one's, that's one of my, that's a really, really good one. I love that one. And, and a lot of people, um, they fall off at Wizard and Glass. But that's the one where it's the, you really go back into, um, into the gunslinger's history, the gunslinger's yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are just, you know, they want more Eddie. They want more Susanna mm-hmm. um, and Oi. They... Oh, yeah, Oi is amazing. <laughs> yeah, the little... If, if you haven't read these, um, you know, we're not going to, like, spoil anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... the the. I guess the thing I love, I love about Stephen King is he gets you so invested in the characters. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's... Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I think it's that inner dialogue. It's the inner dialogue mixed with like you know all the, you know, with with, with all the outside, you know, like all the other characters. It's just like man, he's just so so good at it. I know, like and then I he kills him. I have <laughs> cried. You know, I don't even really cry in movies typically. I don't. But man, I have cried over so many Stephen King characters, and like he also he. He is the worst about preemptively telling you, like, way ahead of time, like, this this person's going to die. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, even, like, in the beginning of a book, you know, like, he, he foreshadows and he prepares you for that shit, but you're not ready. Yeah, even, when even it happens. though you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if they did do a Dark Tower, um, like, series with yeah. seasons, what what would your casting be? Oh my god, I'm so old now that I don't know like all the hip people. <laughs> um, but for Roland, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that for a minute. See, because I always thought, you know, and if we're going like dead or alive or old or whatever. Oh, okay, I, yeah, just anybody at all. Y- yeah, I would. Okay. That's what I would have been. Yeah, Dreamcast. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I I would have picked a young. Clint Eastwood for Roland. Well, yeah, that's that's. I mean, who the only kind of clear choice. Him. Yeah, I yeah. see they modeled him off, but he has that like. He, I mean, it, it. He has all the features, yes. and it's. Um, I think he would have been a perfect character for yeah. that, or perfect actor. Um, you know, I would actually say Aaron Paul. I was Eddie. thinking for Eddie too. I think he's he'd probably be... a little too old now, but yeah, I don't know if he'd be able to nail that New York accent though. Yeah, and I. And I, I, no offense to Aaron Paul, but I think he's kind of one note, and I'm not sure he would have, you know, the emotional range that you know the 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 journey that Eddie goes on from the beginning to the end. If he would be able to transform enough to That's become true. who yeah. Eddie becomes, who do you think would be a good Eddie then? Oh, um, probably some younger actor that we're not super familiar with at this point. Like, mm. I mean, well, you're saying dead or alive, like. Dreamcast wise, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Aaron Paul is is the closest, I would say, to having that disposition, mm-hmm. you know, the character disposition, yeah, and yeah. the things that he says and the way he says it. Yeah, man, that that's a tough question because yeah. it's just like you have you put these characters on a pedestal in your mind and you see them in your mind's eye and they and they look like nobody else. Mm-hmm. They sound like nobody else. So trying to figure out like an actor for that is very difficult because they only exist up here. Yeah, for for Detta or, or Susanna, I'd I'd actually say Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington, what was she? I believe in? she was in Django Unchained if I'm, oh, I'm yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I can actually look this okay. up real quick. But, I mean Zendaya might be really good actually. Oh, really? You think so? Well, have you seen Euphoria? No, I haven't actually. Oh man. Yeah. She's yeah, she's a great actress. I think she's gonna do some great things. Yeah, uh, Carrie Washington. Here, I'll just kind of. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. And she's an excellent actress. I think she is. I think she would do. A, she has Actually, a really good range. You're right. So I you're think right. she'd be fucking awesome in that role. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I'd want for Jake though. That's a, that's a really that's, tough one. It's tough because he has to. Man, he has to stay a child forever. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, yeah. For as long as the series is, series is it only happens over a, I mean, Cup, 
couple years, if yeah, that. maybe a couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a man. Yeah, and and to do a Game of Thrones caliber type, like show on that. I mean, that child would grow up. Yeah. So it would make it difficult. It would make it very difficult unless you got like an Andy Milanakis type, <laughs> <laughs> which wouldn't be the worst idea. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Not Andy Milanakis. Yeah, but... no, no, no. You don't think he'd be good? <laughs> <laughs> no. Man in Black's, I think, the toughest, though. Yeah, because unlike The Stand, who I, I still say Matthew McConaughey would be awesome Wonderful. for that role. I, I think yeah. he fits it perfectly, but um, man, they should have fucking used him for that instead. I agree. Um, yeah, I think you'd have to go with somebody more like, um, you know, because like the way they describe him in that book, he's he's um, really pale, no hair, um, very monkish, you know, kind of thing. Sure. So yeah, it's kind of hard to think of who. But isn't he like a smooth, like jive talking dude, like later on? Oh, well, I mean, I guess that's the thing with the Man in Black, right? He shows up in a lot of the novels, and he always has these different reincarnations. Yeah. yeah, it's always, like, a different variation. Yeah, that's tough, man. It's even at the end of the, of the stand, he's, like, he turns into a different kind of Right, thing. and you'd have yeah. to get, like, an actor that... I, what would be great if they could just pick, like, just, like, MCU... The same actors to play the same characters, like fucking, oh. you know, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, right? So, and he's Iron Man in all these different movies. Yeah. If you could have a man in black from like all these different movies. You know who might be really good because mm. he's really creepy? Doug Jones. Oh, yeah. Because he's really good at kind of like transforming himself. Oh, sure. Because I love, I love, one thing I love when they describe the man in black and even in other books too, like um, I think in- the serpentine movements. Well, it's that and like how you look at him and if you look at him, like his his face changes and shifts. That's true. If you look at him out of the corner of your eye and then like, uh, because I think uh, Eyes of the Dragon, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. they mention that a lot. Oh God, that's a fucking great one. Yeah, that, that was one of my first- uh, Stephen King books. I think it was like the third one I ever read. Yeah, that's um, yeah. I guess shifting gears. Um, man, that's a. Uh, it's like his take on a on a fairy tale. A YA novel too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, and that would actually be an uh, awesome um movie or or like short series Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. It's like you could actually just do a movie because it, it's it's a short novella. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's um pretty. You know. Like not not a lot to it, um, just yeah. your kind of basic fairy tale, but um, it's super good. It's really good, it yeah. Excellent. I man. remember really enjoying it because, you know, at the time I was a child that read a lot because no friends, so sure. I was yep. reading all the time, <laughs> and um, that definitely turned. I was really into fairy tales, yeah. Back then, um, Grimm's, oh obviously. yeah, I gotta love Grimm's, yeah. yeah. Yep. But that shit, like kind of turned fairy tales on its head for me it i don't know it was just deeper than fairy tales typically are or what i had right up until that time i think so i think what makes it that way is it's not you know like a lot of fairy tales are mostly for kids you know yes. um but this one i think was you know he, he made it for all ages you know yeah. like you could enjoy it as an adult i i i think i read it when i was in my early 20s um when I was like viciously reading Stephen King books, catching up, yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's just super enjoyable. Like, and it's and it's got some creepy parts, and it's um, you know, it's a man. I need to pick up that one again because I haven't read it probably since I was eleven. Yeah, so. the uh, audio, um, the audiobook one's really good too. That the narrator does an excellent job. I have so many credits i just need to drop them into all these i know i have like six audible credits right now i have 11 (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you have 11. Holy I have, shit. Yeah, I need I need to buy my books and cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Eyes of the Dragon's great. Um, another one that I love, st- The Stand, obviously, is yeah. considered his magnum opus by some. I mean, The Dark Tower is magnum opus but others if you it just depends on who you talk to yeah i mean i i think because i had read stephen king books when i was like younger um mm-hmm. i think i like i had read it before i read the stand yeah same which it's you know i love it fucking amazing like, that's my favorite book. that book that's like one of the few books that has actually given me like chills at parts you know yes. like kind of made me feel like whoa like a shiver yes um but the stand was like it, that was one of those books that I couldn't put down. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just gripping. The characters are amazing. Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've i read that book out loud twice. Really? Two friends. The yeah. whole thing? Yeah. So I've read it twice on my own and then out loud to Kale and then out loud to our our dear friend Rick. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. a fucking endeavor. It took us months to get through yeah. it. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we would just do story time every night for for months and months. So I guess like you know, our listeners should hopefully know now that you you narrate yeah. uh, stories on mm-hmm. certain, several podcasts. Um, yeah. Do you? When did you start to think about narrating? Like like was was reading those books out loud kind of like what maybe made you think? Oh, I could actually do this. I mean, yeah. I mean, the spark was there when I was doing. Oh, I mean, I used to read to you guys when yeah. we were very little. Oh and, yeah, yeah, like, for I, sure. That's where it kind of started. Mm. Um, and then I realized, you know, I was kind of, I was an articulate reader. It didn't Super make important. a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I could could do it fluidly. But um, actually, Pseudopod, the podcast, is really where I was like, man, there's a different narrator on this podcast every week. I could probably yeah, do this. Why not me? I've been doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, I've, I made it a goal. Like, I if I do anything with narration, I want to get on pseudopod. Yeah. And I did. Oh, yeah. Twice. Dude. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was like a life goal I had. And um, pseudopod was the first uh, horror fiction podcast I came across. They've been around for like 14 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing podcast, guys. Check it out. I mean, I, yeah, it's it very, very so good. good. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you want to get into modern horror and just kind of see what that's all about and you want to branch outside of Stephen King or, you know, your normal horror writers, that's a mm-hmm. very good place to start. Anthology podcasts, small bites, usually 30 minutes to an hour. Um, yeah. It's great. So I was thinking about a sort of not as well-known book by Stephen King. Yeah. Um, under um, his his pseudonym um, Bachman. Rich Bachman. Yeah. yeah. What 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 did you think about um, Desperation and then then um, the second one, which was uh, the um, Regulators. The Regulators. Yeah. Didn't read. You didn't read them? No. Oh. I Audible. Like Audible, yep. got to do actually, it. Actually, the Audible versions are very good. The okay. audiobook ones are I th- good. Th- th- I'm going to do that right away. Yeah, I read both of them before because I have read and then listened to them. Yeah. Um, They're good. You've been telling me that. They're and intense. I, okay, yeah. okay, I need to get on that. Des- Desperation's a little better. The Regulators is a little silly, but they're both, like, violent. Awesome. Let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. Have you read Needful, Needful Things? I have read Needful I Things. I love Needful yeah, Things. Yeah, Needful Things was uh, actually ex. Oh, that man. is like a study in 
how you can put together just a uh what what is that called like a a comedy of errors oh sure sure like yeah. just just tying all of these people st- like satellite people's stories like mm-hmm. all around the book and then it comes to this crescendo where it all comes together in the end in just such a brilliant way. Yeah, man, I kind of been out of college for a while. I am um, there. There is a term for that. Um, yeah, because you you have all these other things and there's there's a frame story, right? So it's right. there's a main story happening with all these other stories that kind of and so that's like and Stephen King's so great at that. And I also think that's what makes if you're a fan, that's what makes the book so good because you know you have a chapter. And then you switch gears. So it's like yes. it's constantly yes. kind of keeping your attention keeping by your shifting toes. shifting your attention. Yeah. The stand is much like that, too. Yeah, which is why I love the stand so much. Yeah. Because you know? it's like you if you follow the same character the entire time, um, you know, especially for like the length of book that he, books that he writes, yeah. that can it can get a little tedious. Yes. And I and I think he absolutely understands that, you know, yeah. which is why yeah, I think he does, he does that. Um, man, I wish I could remember what the term is. But, yeah, I get to what you're saying. It's sort yeah. of like it's like the movie Crash or something where it's all these different stories and they all kind of like come together. at the Yeah. Climax, you like know? A, on the point of a needle almost. Yeah. And it's. It's so beautifully done. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I've read Needful Things, but I remember it so well. Yeah, that that one's oh God. Also, dog shit movie. The movie was not. Yeah, <laughs> not not great. No, the book is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, out of all the Stephen King books that you've read that haven't been made into movies, what would you like to see made into a movie the most? Um, Besides the Dark Tower. Oh man! I, well, Desperation would be really good, but it'd be really, really violent. Um, yeah. Has Insomnia been made into a movie? No. I think Insomnia would be, but also that would be a really weird one um, because of the very like, I don't know. It's it it's it's got that element of like a weird ethereal like magic kind yes. of thing, which is kind of really it's it's. I think the hardest part to do would be like where they're at that point of sleep deprivation and then like how they say they kind of talk about how the world looks yes. like how their vision you know like how they're seeing things yeah. i feel like that might be a little hard to replicate but nowadays it might not be Man, as bad did you see midsummer I did see Midsummer. yeah they did a great they actually did yeah, that was I very want... good man Ari Aster could probably do it oh yeah I think could he'd be really imagine? good yeah Insomnia would be a really good movie I, I think that was my first thought honestly really Insomnia too. yeah, yeah. I, you know it fantastic. is such an underrated book and people actually hate it and really? I don't understand why the end got a little weird well I would say yes not bad it just got a little weird you know but you know it was also tying in the dark tower to it but that ties also dude into 11 to 11 63 did you watch that series yes what'd you think i it didn't, was fine i didn't watch it it was fine oh okay yeah because the was, book i love that book. oh my god that's the such end, a good book i think we both when we I had read it the end yeah the uncontrollably end makes you cry. twice <laughs> <laughs> i got all like teary died i was just like oh god i know so it ripped my sweet. fucking heart out yeah but um insomnia and eleven twenty two tie yeah. together string guys Oh, that's right. That's oh man. I totally. It's been a while since I read Insomnia because I think I just picked it up at because like man, yeah. you could you just go 
to any thrift store, you could you could swing a dead cat and you'll hit a Stephen King. Oh book. my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen on groups people picking up signed books from fucking thrift stores. Really? No shit. Oh my god! All the time, dude. Because I know they also sell them a lot. You can find them a lot at antique shops too. Yes. Um, and sometimes they'll be like pretty good. Um, you know, like first edition, second yeah, editions. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're just you know like a normal hard hardback cover. But um, yeah. Uh, actually, that's where I got the um, the regulators and desperation was yeah. um, at a thrift store. Both both hardbacks. Um, oh yeah, I was I was on a tear for a while where <laughs> I was going to replace every fucking paperback with a hardback from oh, the thrift yeah. store, and I almost succeeded. And then a few weeks ago, I was like, okay, I need to get rid of some of these. Stephen I King did, books. dude. I just be, before we moved, <laughs> I because I I had had at least four shelves on my bookshelf. Yes. With all my other books, too, because I have a lot of books. I have at yes. least 12 Kate, like trunks of books. Jesus. Yeah, like, you know, like obviously like academic books, history sure, books, yeah. you know, myths, you know, all, all these other yeah, things. Yeah. But I, I had quite a few Stephen King books because I was just buying them up because I was like, man, I want to collect Same. these. But then I was like, what's the point? I've read them. They're taking up so much space. I can get it anytime mm-hmm. at a thrift store if I want to. Yeah, so, <laughs> I can always get yeah, it. Yeah, why? I mean, I'm staring at a pile of fucking Stephen King books in my guest bedroom oh, right look, there now. They are. There they are. <laughs> just. Yeah, yeah. I, so I kept the ones that I like. I kept all the Dark Tower series. Um, I kept. Of I course. kept a couple of the series. I kept the Stand. I kept uh, Pet Cemetery. It. I um, keep the ones that I, I loan out sometimes to yeah. that I don't expect to get back. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I I kept my favorites. I, yes. I kept Insomnia because I I oh, really Insomnia's really so loved Insomnia. Gail loves Insomnia too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it, yeah. Like I think like you said, it's a super underrated um, Stephen King book. I agree. It's a really good, really great love story too. Which yes. he's always got that in him. But I think um, it's yeah. uh, that one ripped my heart out too. Yeah, that's a that's a really man. Yeah, I man, I wish we could <sighs> talk more in depth, but I really don't. We don't want to. Yeah, um, no spoilers. I yeah, we spoil don't want to do any spoilers, but um, man. So okay, so underrated Stephen King books. What's what's another one that you think underrated? Um, so shit. Um, I anthologies, man. They don't talk about his anthologies Dude, enough. So actually, I would say he's one of the best short story writers. I agree. What's your favorite? <laughs> My favorite short story. Oh, it's man. hard to pick. It is. Um, I really like. Um, I think it's Man in Black, right? Is it, maybe I'm trying to remember what this what the title is. Where it's the kid who's going fishing down by the river. Oh, I don't remember that. You one. don't remember that one? No. I'm pretty sure that's Stephen King. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a that's a really good one. Shit. It basically like meets the devil. E- that's what it sounds like yeah, by the title. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that's a really good one. That one's super super short though. Yeah. It's like just a couple pages. Oh man, what's my other favorite? Um, short story. I don't like what what what, 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 what I'm thinking um, about it. I really like Suffer the Little Children a lot. Actually, that's yeah. You narrate. That was yeah, one of your I, first I, narrations. I, yeah, I have it on a secret on my YouTube channel because <laughs> I don't want to get a strike. But yeah, <laughs> if you guys want a link, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not great at this point. It was my one of my first narrations, so it's it. It's I, okay. I thought you did a really good job on Thank it. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that that one's super creepy. Actually, it, I really like that one. I love I I love the question in it. You yeah, know? It's, it's yeah. It's a big question mark about. The sanity, the main and, character, yeah, 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 and kind of the nature of like perception. Yes. You know, it's just it's um, 
you know, is the supernatural really around you or is it all in your mind? Right. You know, it's like kind of these big questions that, um, yeah. man, hell, that's such, that's probably one of my top, top yes. ones too. That's such a good one. I like um, the one about the dude on the desert island too. I don't know if I've read that one. Oh. What's that one called? Um, oh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> um, but it's a guy who, uh, I, I guess he, he shipwrecked or something, and he mm-hmm. is the only survivor left on the island. And it's it's really gr- I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah. It's really fucked up and gruesome, oh. though. Uh, see, yeah, that's, that's what I think. I think his short stories are way more are darker than yes. his other stuff. Like, um, I know they made it into a net Netflix thing, um, and I haven't seen it, but nineteen twenty two. Love that one. So good. Is the Netflix one good? Yes. Is it? Okay, I'll have to check one it out. One of the best adaptations, honestly, of, oh, of his man. work. Dude, so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dude, really good. I'll have to check it out because, yeah, I, I really love that story. It's it's fucked up. Oh, my God, Dude, Dude they did such a good job. And I, kn- and I know this because... Right, I I knew it was coming out on Netflix, so Kale and I were driving to Colorado Springs, okay. and I was like, "Well, I have this story on Audible. Let's listen to it, you know, on the way there and back because uh, we had that much time." And then we watched the movie and got back, and it was like almost perfect. Damn, so good. Yeah, it's it, it's like um that would have been a hard one to fuck up because it's you know it's one of those where it's it's in one setting. Yeah, you know, which is it's just really great for filmmaking because you don't yeah. have to like try to do like oh we'll have to find a location for this and we have to do this. Yeah, you know, and it's it's man. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Then. So good. Um, best movie movie adaptation. What do you think? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, best movie adaptation. I mean, I or love favorite. I love The Shining a lot. I do too. But it's. It's different, obviously. Uh, you yeah. Know, which, I love that movie, though. Like, I'm, a, I'm a little upset that Stephen King got all, like, I know. I think he's fucking it. butthurt. And well, because he's just like, it's not the character. It's not. Which I get, you know. It, yeah, it's, sure. It's, it's not. Yeah. I mean, like, Jack Torrance goes from fucking, psych, you know, from normal to psycho. Well, actually, he starts out a fucking yeah, psycho. Yeah, he does. Which isn't in the book. It's obviously not like that. Well, he's still a fucking piece of shit in the book, Yeah, though. he is a piece like, of shit, for sure. And I'm not sure that... Fucking, I don't think Jack Nicholson really started out as psycho. He started out as a piece of shit to me. Oh, actually, that's a really good point. I never really thought about it like that. He just, like, I guess I always thought, like, right from the get-go, he was unhinged. But I guess well, that's actually not much different because he kind of was. Off. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess they kind of plop you right after, like, the the exposition, right? Like, sure. where you're kind of, like, learning more about yeah. them and kind of the past and what led them to... You yeah. know, go to the hotel. So you're missing a lot of that, of that yeah. character building, which is what I think Stephen King got all but heard about. Totally. But I think as a horror movie, it's super effective. Oh, so good. Yeah. And, and like, I know, like, Jay, our good friend who is a big movie buff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't like The Shining. Really? What was his quibbles about it? It was slow and boring. I would say some parts are slow, but, you know, I mean, Stanley Kubrick, I mean, also oh, yeah. a notorious piece of shit, but yeah. um, I think he's really good at, like, keeping the tension. Oh, man. Because, I mean, yeah. that's just my feelings on I it. I mean, I saw that movie when I was a, a very young child and mm-hmm. loved it since I was a kid. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it just, maybe it, it's not for everybody. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it doesn't have all the things that some people are looking for. 
And I don't always agree with his movie tastes anyway. Sorry, Jay. No, yeah. But... It's, I mean, well, it's everybody has their own. Yeah I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not into, like, superhero movies, and I think oh, he's God. he likes them. Oh, does he? I, I don't know. I, think, I don't know. I think he does. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you like the garbage? I mean, movies? Uh, sorry. Sorry to anybody who likes those. Yeah. Um, they're just not. Yeah. They're not scary enough for me. Um, I think a really underrated one that I think was big when it came out, but has kind of been swept under the rug is Cujo. Yes, I Cujo's thought that was very an excellent um, adaption. Yeah, and and scary. And consequentially, um, he does not remember writing that book at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the movie what, what they really captured, which um, I think really comes across in the book, is the um, the claustrophobic feeling yes. of being in that car. Yeah, you know, and not being able to escape, and yes. like the 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 frantic nature of of trying to. That was man, I I really like that one. Yeah, a lot. it's a great movie, and the and the actress. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but oh, she yeah. was also in uh, The Frighteners. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I have to watch The Frighteners again. I haven't seen uh, that in a long it's, time. It's fun. Super fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's another? Oh, uh, well, I think the one movie, and some people laugh at me. I, I showed it to a girlfriend, uh, an old girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And I was like, this is the one movie that actually, like, scared me, like, gave me nightmares when I was younger. Yeah. It was Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's but I showed it to her. And she fucking laughed at the scene like that. Oh, I, Zelda. Like, Zelda. Oh, yeah, of it was a Zelda scene. Yeah. Which I guess it, now that I watched it, it's I was a, a little it's older. a man in makeup. But I know now that I was a little <laughs> older, I'm like, yeah, I guess it is no, kind of cheesy. You know, the part that freaked me out the most was um, I was babysitting one time when we had just moved to Florida. Oh yeah. And the part that freaked me out was the dude with his like half of his head missing. Oh, like the 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 good ghost who's like yeah. trying to be like trying to warn them. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I slogged through that one, and it was, it was I was all right. And I was like, all right, I can do another scary movie. So I'd never seen Scream before. Oh. So I turned on Scream, and, like, right when Drew Barrymore was hanging from the tree disemboweled, I was like, okay, I'm done with scary <laughs> movies for tonight. I think, um, yeah, I think what always scared me about that one, which actually wasn't a bad um, adaptation either. It was, like, it's a little dated, I think, with Pet some Cemetery. of the effects. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's still... It still holds up a little bit. The new one sucked ass. Yeah, I heard it fucking sucked. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It Although sucked. the guy who played Judd in the old one, yeah. fucking spot on. Very that good. That guy was really good. Very Actually, good. I thought the casting was really good in that movie. I agree. I think some of the effects were just, are maybe a little dated, you know, sure. from that time. But, um, man, just that, like, that Zelda, like, cracking around, you know, man, it just, oh, God, it always gave me chills. Even thinking about it still gives yeah. me chills, man. Yeah, I can I see that. I mean, th- <laughs> There's a great making of documentary about that movie. Oh, really? I would recommend checking it out. Is that on Shudder? I I don't remember what I watched it on. It might have been Amazon. It was a few years ago, but it was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, what what would you say some of your favorite adaptations are? I think Misery is wonderful. Fuck, I can't even believe I didn't fucking mention that. <laughs> That's like one of the best ones. Yes. It's like, yeah. God, dude. James Can and or Khan and fucking um, <sighs> Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, dude. Oh, my dude. God. Just perfect. Yeah. So good. Yeah. She deserved that Oscar, man. Dude. Yeah. That's like, I, I think just that's probably one of the greatest like acting roles like and she just just fucking and james uh, con was amazing in it too he was but he notoriously doesn't memorize lines which is really interesting really that's interesting yeah Yeah, okay he was hard to work with r.i.p he just died yeah um but uh yeah that one was i mean kathy bates 
I mean, everybody. The whole ensemble was great in the movie, but she was She stole the show. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess luckily for James, you know, he didn't have a ton of lines. No, he you know, yeah. <laughs> just kind of sat there looking miserable. So yeah, which he, he did very well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, Carrie was a really good oh, adaptation. Yeah, the original Carrie. Yeah, yeah that, that was really good. That was an actually that's a very good one. Man, actually that movie hold. I think still holds. Up I love that movie and creepy. It is like creepy her as being fuck. locked in that um, Piper Laurie as her mother. God, dude. <sighs> yeah, being locked in that closet. Yeah, uh, man, that's. I remember that made kind of creep me out her yeah. mom just creeps you so out. good yeah yeah god yeah i can't believe what a great performance Carrie. yeah yeah um the mist was i know it's a short story but that was a pretty good adaptation oh actually the mist was really good and that was like sort of that like i think it was around the time where they were had a bunch of flops like yes. a couple flops after that because like yeah. i think with stephen king films it was like it started they started out when they first started making them were pretty good you know yeah. you had like carrie Pujo, I never Christine. Yeah, I never really liked Christine all that much. I've never seen Christine. But I think the movie was fine. Um, not one yeah. of my favorites, but yeah. it's a car that kills people. It's you know, it's yeah. pretty straightforward. Yeah. Not, not one of my favorite books of <laughs> But um, you know, yeah, so you had all these like Pet Cemetery came out, you know, and then I then they tried to do some in the nineties and two thousands and they just they weren't very good. I'm trying to think of which ones, but uh, Um Well, there's the Mangler. Yeah, that one was cheesy. Um, I think didn't they also do, um, what's the one with the no? They didn't actually make one of that. But what what's the night shift? I think it's called night shift. Yes. Yeah, night shift. I don't think they yeah. made it. Maybe I'm thinking of. I think I'm thinking of the Mangler. Oh yeah, Langoliers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that the effects what ruined that it's one. Meatballs with teeth. <laughs> yeah, like. That's what they were. <laughs> it's not good. No, I think uh, some of the characters were good. Like you had that. Um, oh, Green Mile, of course. <gasps> green, that's a great. Get out of here. Yeah. So good. But I yeah. think, but the creepy guy in Langoliers is very similar to Percy in oh, the Green sure, Mile. Sure. Like they have that like weaselly, like kind of man, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. He's got those characters a lot. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is, I mean, they're, man, oh yeah, Green Mile. That's a fucking excellent uh, movie ad- adaptation. <sighs> that was actually, that was pretty like, like word, like not word for word, but plot point by plot point. Like I thought that was probably the closest um, to like any of his books. Yeah. Like you read the book and you're like, this is like, basically the right movie. on yeah, yeah it's it's super close like you know omitting a couple you know plot points and sure things, but yeah yeah that was an excellent one most disappointing stephen king book most disappointing stephen king book that you've read Man. i have two in mind well you go you go first because i'm under the dome didn't read it so good up until a certain point and it was like Come on. They also tried to make a, they did make a TV series. Yeah, they did. And that didn't do too well. Yeah, they had the guy from uh, Breaking Bad in it. Oh, sure. Yeah. He played the the brother, the cop brother. Yep. And then um, Revival. I, actually, I would say I was a little disappointed in Revival. I did kind of like it. Um, Definitely not one of my favorites, though. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Um, Man, most disappointing Stephen King book. Trying to think of one. I'm trying to think of one that, you know, one that I couldn't get into, but I would like to really try it again was Rose Matter. I never tried that one. I, it couldn't get into it, um, but I, I would try it again. 
There's another one that he wrote that was, it was weird. Actually, it was a little disappointing, but it was the one about the artist. Duma Key. Duma Key. I love okay. Duma Key. Do, okay. I, yeah. I, I liked it. It just, I didn't it, love it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I really liked that one. Yeah. Did it, you get through the whole thing? I did. I did. Yeah, I read the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it, it was okay. I think, I, yeah, I don't remember was, what my thing was like with right it. It was like right around, I think it was like super fresh post accident. Oh, so it okay. was really like heavy on the mortality talk and oh, and like yeah, his experiences yeah. with the accident and everything. And and there was a period of time, even it shines through even the dark tower, mm-hmm. um, where you could tell he was just kind of bitter and 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 that whole event was consuming him oh, yeah. and consuming his writing too. So there is a period of time where it's just kind of like, hmm, man, you're just really you're really fucking obsessing over this. Sure. So. A lot of fans honestly don't even do post accident Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's kind of because of that period of time it was just it's a little bit off putting. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I um trying to think of what other books he had after that. I mean, like I know we were talking about um um, you know, Mr. Mercedes series. Um I, I, I didn't read the other ones. I did really like Mr. Mercedes. It was sort of um it was like a really cool, like kind of crime novel, which I hadn't really um, hadn't read by him before, like that kind of, you know, just kind of a straight, no supernatural stuff, really, just yeah. just a straight kind of crime, true crime novel, right? Um, which I thought I thought he did really good. It was really, really, really good one. Um, man, yeah, I, I'm 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 really struggling to because I haven't. There's a lot that I haven't read. I'm kind of starting to find. Yes, now. there there's a. I mean, he just turns them out like. There's no tomorrow, so it's it's really hard to unless you just read Stephen King every day for the rest of your life. It's really hard to keep up with everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah, the miss. Um, how did you feel about Doctor Sleep? Because it was like the very long after um, The Shining came out. Um, I actually liked Doctor Sleep. I liked it. I, I I would say mixed feelings yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. It was <laughs> it was fine. It was just it was very weird departure from the base story of The Shining. Yeah, I would I would say so a little bit like the vampire like creatures yeah, was a just... weird turn. Although I I did I did kind of like the characters a bit. But yeah, I mean, obviously not as good as The Shining because The Shining yeah. is like what, what like the book is one of the best things. But yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I did like it. I know they did a movie adaptation. I did not see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't see the movie? Mm-mm, no. Mm. It was a it was a pretty good adaptation, I would say. Yeah, you I think mean, so? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, I, um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. Oh man, one that I didn't read, which I just don't know how that is a sell. I did not. I didn't read that either. It sounded so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't they do a movie of that? They did do a movie of that. Yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah, that's a tough one. Um trying to think of a you know what? Actually we were talking about Eyes of the Dragon. I know we're kind of going all over the place just because, you know, this is nature Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. Um did you read uh Wind Through the Keyhole? Yes. What did you think of that one? I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was very Eyes of the Dragon. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, kind of like plopped in 
Definitely. Um, the Dark Tower. Yeah, it's just, like nestled right in the middle, basically. Yeah, and he um and he wrote that quite a little quite a while after oh, yeah. the Dark Tower series. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I yeah, I really liked the um I like it when he does those f- like fantasy. Yes. I think he does it really He's well. He's pretty good at it. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And like I always like how he kind of couches it in post-apocalyptic like future or past or like a different um you know, or, or a different realm, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I like how he does that. He kind of mixes all these things, and he, and I think it makes it work, you know? Yeah. Like, things that could get too convoluted. Um, he generally makes it work pretty well with the fantasy stuff. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, you know what? One book I did not get through, um, and I would like to try it again, is The Tommyknockers. Did you ever read The Tommyknockers? Mm. I don't think I got through it either, and I, I I think I tried it out when I was pretty young. Yeah, I think I was maybe a little younger. I don't remember what kept me from – I think it was really slow mm-hmm. at the beginning. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And um, But I know it's like more of a sci-fi novel than anything. Yes. So, yeah. Did, how far did you get? Man, I was, I was like barely a tween when oh, I really? did. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't really remember – just remember losing interest. Yeah, that was how I was like. I got a couple chapters in, and I think I just, yeah, just couldn't, yeah. just couldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. I would like to give it another chance, though. Maybe, maybe some fresh eyes. Yeah. Um, oh man. Well, we're we're kind of getting up to time here. Oh my gosh. Already? Yeah, I know. Man. Um, anything else we want to mention here before we uh, uh, before we sign off? Yeah, sure. Don't judge Dreamcatcher by its movie, but by its book. Yeah, the book is very good. Yes. Yeah, the movie, actually another not great adaptation. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I forgot about Jane <laughs> Yeah. And if you haven't read The Stand, you should do it 100%. We didn't even really touch on it, but man, what what a fucking ride. Yeah, and, and there's obviously a very famous part of it that is very controversial. Yeah. Um, but I think if you read the book, it... It's not as bad as as people make it out yeah. to be. It's not great. It's not great at all. It's not great. It's real. It's real. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> you could tell he was in the throes of addiction. A little, at little that nose point. candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems good. Like it's oh. like what, bro? <laughs> yeah, it comes out of left field. But you know, honestly, like I I didn't get too caught up in that no. part. I was definitely like, well, that's really fucking. Well, weird, I was but... a kid when I read it. it I was a very young, 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 young <laughs> kid when I read it. So I was like, oh, this is that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very good. It's actually one of the few books that have definitely gave another one of the few ones that have given me chills. Yeah, for sure. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I've read that one probably more than any other Stephen King book. I've, yeah, I've, about I've, five or six times. Uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out the audiobook version, um, I will. Stephen Weber, who was in the nineties, um, the nineties, the, the Shining, which was not a very good adaptation, but he was an excellent narrator yeah yeah very very good i plan on picking that one up yeah yeah, yeah if you have those 15 credits you burn i will i will yeah <laughs> no, it's, it's good though like I, I put it on sometimes like when i was trying to sleep and like he does this laugh and it creeped me I out i have it actually. gave me like nightmares man. i got that one years ago did and you? i just haven't listened oh, to you it should, so yeah. i have it on my account it's very good stephen k uh, <laughs> stephen weber does a really good job yeah. um another really good audiobook version is pet cemetery um mm. 
Who is the guy who played Dexter in the show? I never really watched Dexter. Oh, shit. I know who you're talking about. Hall. Is that something Hall? Oh, something Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall? Uh, Yeah, Michael C. Paul. Anyway, if you've ever seen Dexter, you know who I'm talking about. Excellent. He he seamlessly goes from a normal accent to like that New England, and he he's super nice. he's super good. Yeah, okay. so him doing Pet Cemetery is excellent. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then of course, um, oh my God, like one of the greatest narrators ever who did the Dark Tower series, at least the first books until he died. Oh yes, oh, man, Frank uh, Muller. Frank, Frank Muller. Yeah. If um. He's super good. Yeah, he was. Oh man. Yeah, I know. Like, and R- he also R- does R- um, uh, Black House and. Uh, we didn't even talk about Black House and um, um, uh, um, uh, uh, duh, 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 duh. the Fuck. first one. Which Why is, he... I love it. Yeah, I, I love it's both really those. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which he wrote with Peter. He wrote with Peter Straub. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Talisman. Yes, the Talisman. The Talisman. <laughs> Peter House. Straub and Stephen King. Black House is also excellent. I thought yeah. it was a really good sequel. Yeah. Um, man, there's just so much to talk about. We just can't. I just can't yeah. keep going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like, if uh, anybody wants any recommendations, I mean, obviously we've thrown out some good recommendations, but um, yeah, we. Um, I mean, just love Stephen King. I'll yeah, I mean, him. and if you're intimidated by the size of his books, start with an anthology. Start with uh, Night Shift, or yes. start with. Um, uh, uh, skeleton crew. Skeleton crew. Skeleton's is crew. Great. Very good. Um, I, I think a really underrated one is um, uh, everything's eventual. Yes, that's that one's actually really got some good pretty too. good ones in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, even creep. Watch creep show. That's a sampling of some of his stories. Yeah, yeah. Creep show is amazing. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah. We I, we we, we got to stop. We could yeah, just go yeah, on for fucking on ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks for listening to this little side quest on Stephen yeah. King, everyone. Um, yeah, we'll be back with um, episode fifty. Um, yeah, we don't want to give it away, but um, it, it's going to be very, very good. Mm-hmm. And there's a nice little surprise at the end. Um, oh. Probably one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. Oh, that, <laughs> it's yes, fucking that. rough. Yep. It's <laughs> okay. rough, buddy. Um, Woo. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Um, you can follow us on all the bullshits. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm not even going to try. But That's all right. Yep. Just find our cool logo. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye, all things serve the bean. Yep. (laughs) 